will receive us. Donnie, you're out of your element. It's not a tumor. My first wife was targeted. She's a pilot now. Oh, now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe. Shut up! And literally, fuck your own face! Welcome back to another episode. Dilla, did anything happen this week? Because stuff that I have is mostly like, you know, shit that happened in the news that was wild. Well, we did have a few situations happen at uh, the gas station job. But they were mere moments away from each other, so let me tell you about it. There was a, uh, it was well here. Let me say it was the beginning of my, or the end of my shift, so I was just about to get off work. So I was I was finishing the day up. There was like trash along the outside of the building, like in the trash cans that I change. Yeah, and it's like the ones that get filled quick, and the construction crews come through and they just dump everything in there. You know, so I was changing those out, getting that all cleaned out. And as I was going to the dumpster, I seen, like, you know that color that the construction crews have to make it easier to see you? The orange reflection. Yeah, yeah. That color, I could see it through, like, the lines in the, like, the wood, like, to, to the to the dumpster. I was like, what the fuck? Why is that back there? I open it, and I go back there, and there's a scruffy-haired-looking dude smoking a chicken bone, getting his crack fixed before work. And I don't know if you know that, but that's that little glass pipe that's got the bulb on the end that they, like, light up and they heat up from the bottom where the flame's directly on it. Yeah. And then, you know, it turns the rock into vapor and then they, you know, or smoke and then they... Well, that probably wasn't crack. That was probably meth, but... Meth, crack, crank, who knows what the fuck it was. But either way, dude was smoking some rocks. He sees me coming in. I'm sitting there staring at him at this point. We're locking eyes. He shoves the crack pipe in his pocket and he goes, Uh, so I couldn't find your bathroom. Why couldn't I find your bathroom? I went, You're next to the dumpster. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, but I couldn't find your bathroom. I just, where is it? I said, Yeah, it's it's inside the building. Yeah. And he was like, Well, where is it? I was like, Well, if you go into the side of the building to the left, the, that's where the bathroom is. I was like, You, you got to go inside to get to it. And he was just like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then he runs past me, like, as fast as he can, getting out of there. I'm saying they're like, wow, I just caught a fucking gremlin smoking crack outside my job. So I'm throwing my trash bags in there, and I'm not thinking much of it. I go inside to tell my boss about the hobgoblin out back. Yeah. And we go on the cameras, and we're looking at it. And while we're looking at the cameras, in the corner view, we see a dude drive out of the gas station and rip the pump off of the fucking... Ripped the gas tank out of the pump. Like, he drove off with it. So this dude skirts. He just stops because everybody's yelling at him to stop. At this point, I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on. So I go outside to see what's going on. And this dude pulls it out of his gas tank, looks at it, goes, whoa. He throws it in the bed of his truck. And before I can get to him, he peels out and takes the fuck off from the gas station. I'm just like, this dude just fucking realized he broke the pump and he stole it. They could have at least threw it on the fucking ground and we could have fixed it. This area is... What the fuck? This area has had some fucking... Well, buckle up, because it it gets worse. Okay. okay? I'm along for this ride, man. There was a phone number on the side of the truck, right? So my boss was like, fuck this shit. I'm gonna call this goon up and get this taken care of. So he apparently calls the place and the dude's boss answers. And he... Starts doing all he he's tr- telling them the whole situation and the boss apparently hears about it and apparently the dude's been going on and telling everybody that it uh that it um 
that it wasn't from the gas station, that he got it elsewhere, and that's why it was in the back of his truck. So he lied to the boss, got caught, and then had to bring it back, too. So it was, it was that guy, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, he was too embarrassed to bring it back, was what it was. Well, no, I'm talking about it was the crack-smoking guy. Or was it a different guy? Yeah, the dude who brought it back was the dude who was smoking crack. He was in a hurry trying to get away because I caught him smoking his rock. Yeah. And he peeled off, fucked up, and broke the pump, and he didn't want to have to speak to me about, you know, bringing the pump back because I was the one at the front desk or at the front counter. So don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Drugs are bad. At, at least meth. Okay, don't do meth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, there are some drugs that can be a good time. Yeah, coffee, good yeah. time. Yeah, coffee will keep you awake. Coffee will keep you gaming. Exactly. There, you there can be there can be good things, but don't don't be smoking meth outside the gas station and then driving off with a pump. No, do caffeine like a normal person. Yeah, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. If they legalized cocaine, I'd probably try some cocaine tea like they have oh, in yeah. South America. Uh-huh. Yeah, they carry around like a tobacco pouch, yeah. but it's just coca leaves. Well, they, they just chew just, on the leaves, yeah, too. Yeah, they just put it in like a dip yeah. and just, that's like their, Upper cup, their afternoon coffee. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense seeing as how caffeine has such a long half-life. Yeah. It actually would probably be better for you to just take a little bit of a, a bump, so to speak. But I'm not a doctor. A little bit of a bump, so to speak. I'm not a doctor, so... Listen, he's not a doctor, so when he says it might be better to do cocaine than drink coffee, you know, grain of salt. But, but, to be fair... <laughs> but... <laughs> I am a lord. I'm a documented lord. <laughs> and I'm also ordained, so I'm also a father. So you may call me Lord Father. He's like, I put a Hello Kitty band-aid on a couple scratches in my life, so... I need to find more useless fucking titles to get i've been meaning oh, to yeah. call the credit card company are you playing an mmo you're collecting all the titles in the game I, I well they're just like hey fill out this form and pay like getting ordained yeah it was fill out this form and pay 20 bucks yeah and then you're ordained and every year they send it's like at 13 years i get an email that's like it's been 13 years since you've become a father and oh yeah you know all this shit and it they have a I, I'm just, they have an actual like priest outfit that you can uh-huh. buy that I'm like, I kind of want to do that sometime. <laughs> oh my god. I want to get a priest outfit and walk around and like throw fucking water on people. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. <sighs> an authentic Halloween I, I don't know costume. why, but when you said you were collecting titles, it made me think of like the old Fable game, you know? If, if anyone knows of any other titles that you just need to, like, fill out this form and, yeah. you know, I don't want to take any tests or anything like that, but, you know, like, bought a little piece of Scottish land so, and so I become you, a now, lord. Now, do you accept all titles with open arms, even the bad ones, or? What would we be talking about title-wise? Like, like if title? somebody were to be, like, the most intense ADHD in the land, would you just be like, yes, I am the king of ADHD, you gotta own that shit, dude. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna be something, you gotta be the best, right? Now listen, now, now here's another instance. If you were to just pinch a, you know, a Hershey kiss off in your britches at work, and everybody knew, and they were like, he pee-pee-poo-poo, man, would you be like, well, you know what? I did poo-poo in my britches. Just where you just, like, got me out of work, didn't it? Oh, yeah, be like, listen, I was at home eating Cheetos, yeah. and y'all making pee-pee-poo-poo jokes at the, you know, the office. This is, so. this is why Indian food and White Castle mix. <laughs> <laughs>
because you guys said it was a bad idea, but <laughs> I got out of work, so fuck off. I'm right, you're wrong. Oh, man. So good to know, good to know. My, uh, my ADD took a couple turns this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, watching uh, YouTube shorts. Is it ADD or ADHD? You know, whenever I was growing up, they said it was ADD. But then they kind of changed it to where ADHD, like, I guess, ADD sounds like, it's easier to say. I don't know yeah. why they're adding fucking letters. It Just ADD. That should be the all-encompassing thing. That's attention deficit disorder. Yeah. Right? But they added the hyperactivity in there. Which, I mean, there's some people that just can't fucking pay attention. Yeah. They're not hyperactive. They just can't fucking pay attention unless they give a shit. But I still haven't got on TikTok because I know this would be even worse. But there were a couple things. One, I can't eat lobster anymore. As a man, I can't eat lobster anymore. Why is that? Because I found this guy that uh, is a lobster fisherman. And he, he does videos of like shit that he catches. Like he kept, caught a wolf fish. And, yeah. You know, it was trying to bite the fuck out of him and all that. But he also explains like, you know, lobster fishing a little bit. And apparently, when they catch, like, a, a massive bit of lobsters, they have to go through and sort them. Yeah. they got to be a certain length. And they got they yeah, they have size requirements to, you know, in order to If they're to too big, them. then they're breeders and they keep them and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, if they're too big and they're a male, then they go out because they're a part of the breeding community. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, females, if they have a notch but no eggs, they can't be kept. Yeah. Because they're... Yeah. They're designated breeders. Mm-hmm. Or if they have eggs, they get thrown out. And it just... Now I'm like, motherfucker, I can't eat lobster anymore. Because all these like young males, they're the only ones fucking getting tapped. <laughs> Are you saying this is the Pearl Harbor for... I'm for for lobster, it's just young men getting killed in mass? Yeah, because, you know, you gotta... You gotta look at it as, because apparently... Lobsters will have eggs inside their tail for mm-hmm. like nine months. Yeah, they carry them around. And then they push them out, and then they have them on there for another nine months until they fall off, and then they float around as they grow. Yeah. Until you get lobsters and like fish eat them and shit. Yeah. So, really, the only ones that are being kept, because once they get to that size, they've probably been caught, I mean, nine months. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. probably pretty rare that you find one that's and, and a female if, that a notch is mm-hmm. cut out. And both male and female, they're over the, I believe it's the five inches from the nose to the end of the abdomen. Yeah. I believe is how they measure it. If it goes over that from male or female, they put them back because they're, they're prime breeding lobster. So that's going to make it better for them in the future. So they're only grabbing the male young. Yeah. Yeah. So it is dirty. It is dirty, but nature be rude. I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't consciously do that now because Did I you, gotta. I gotta show solidarity for the lobster boys. Fair enough. The lobster boys been getting fucked up for a while now. Yeah, okay. but uh, where's their justice? Yeah. Fun fact about lobster. Did you know that used to be considered the poor man's food, like the cockroach of the sea? Yeah. And then it, and then it shifted and turned to be this uh, this like you know high grade. You know, rich people food. Well, when you think about the ocean, 
because you know on land we have insects we have beetles and shit like that what, that's what, what that's what they are crustaceans they are insects in the ocean yeah that's what they are so people being all shitty about you know the rich saying well we're just gonna eat bugs you already eat bugs motherfucker yeah Unless you just don't eat seafood and you like only eat cow meat, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause I would argue clams are probably more. They're crustaceans still, right? A clam? I think they got their own category. It's like how spiders are. They're not like insects. They're yeah. like arachnids or whatever. They're their own thing, I think. But. So yeah, I found out that I can't eat lobsters anymore because of you know the males. That's rough, man. Lobster good as fuck. But I also found a conspiracy video that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Because, you know, some of these, some of these videos, if you just take it at face value, you'd be like, huh, what about it? Who'd have thunked it? Who'd have thunk it? Well, this guy was talking about how, um, he was like, you know, you know when you bring up conspiracies or whatever, and, you know, people say, like, where's your proof or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, or like, the government wouldn't do that and all this. So, I wrote it down. Because I wanted to look it up. Because, you know, these videos, they, they probably, you know... They you gotta take to, them with a grain of salt sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they have a narrative. You know, they have a point to the video. Yeah. And, you know, that point usually is like, look, you know, conspiracy theories, you know, can be right. So this was about... The guy was like, look up U.S. patent 6470214. I think I might have read about this. And, and so he claims it's direct energy weapon. Yeah. It's a patent for direct energy weapon. Well, I looked it up. So let me uh, let me go to the PC mm -hmm. here and I'll tell you about it. So when you look it up on Google, like he suggested, there is there is a direct energy weapon link. It's from OHCHR, whatever the fuck website. I'm not clicking random ass links. But it's a .org site, and it says direct energy weapon targeted individual patents. And so there is something on, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what there is, he there clicked is, on and brought up in the video. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the link that he used. However, there are other links. I'm not saying that it's, you know, it's disproven as like this is bullshit. But I'm just using the, you know, critical thinking here. The one right underneath it is withdrawn patent numbers, and that is a .gov site. So it's also, that one is stating that that particular patent number is not in the registry. So they removed it? So they removed it, or it's not there any, anyway. It says withdrawn patent numbers, but then it just says, um, yeah, it says <laughs> these patent numbers... Um, a listing consisting of patent numbers do not correspond to issued patents. These patent numbers are referred to as withdrawn patent numbers. Then it says missing is 6470214, the one in the video. So it's just saying that it's not a part of the registry. It's not saying that some it was and then they took it down. It's just saying that there's no record of this patent number. Oh, okay. Um, and then, but the top one is from Google Patents, which... Take that with a grain of salt because Google patents. Yeah, Google fucking caters so much shit. Yeah, that I don't quite trust things that Google says. I mean, and I don't blame you. 
So, but it, it's a method and device for implementing the radio frequency, and then it's just it dot, dot, dot. So if it was about direct energy weapons for that particular number, then wouldn't you think Google Patents would say it was direct energy weapon? You'd think. And then why would there be another link that says withdrawn patent number? But then, And then underneath it is some weird like .org archive site talking about 40 mind control patents. So why whenever you look up this patent number, there is a direct energy weapon link that fits his narrative. But also, there's a mind control patent link. What the fuck? So... You know, this is this is where you know I, I like those conspiracy videos, but I find that whenever you start looking at stuff, it's just like you know this is probably bullshit. Yeah. Conspiracy to, to be to be fair though, I've seen a lot of things that are being invented now. We had fifty years ago. Like if you look at like footage and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you know. I, Some of it was was true. You it know would I mean? be interesting to know what technology the government has that it's sitting on. Yeah, that we're gonna have in fifty years. That's gonna if be you look at, societal, like changing. Yeah, you know the you know what a VTOL is. No, a VTOL is a it's an aircraft. It's like a jet, but the thruster has the ability to 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 move omnidirectionally. So this thing can hover. It's a jet oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, can hover. Those. They're called VTOLs. If you look at the invention for the omnidirectional moving thruster on the back of it, if you look at it, we have had the knowledge and the ability to make those that work for over 40 years. 40 years we've had that. And they VTOLs came out in, what, 2010? Some shit? When, when they told us about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. When they so, wanted the rest of the world to know that they had this technology. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, we've had that for four decades. So when are they going to get to... Same thing with railguns. If you look at the date they have for the, when the railgun was successfully shot the first time, it's like unbelievably you know, early compared to the ones that they have out. Like they've been shooting, like obviously railguns haven't been perfected yet. You know, because yeah. the kinetic energy tears them apart, but we still have been, have had them for a long time. I wonder when they're gonna finally be able to do that that direct the omnidirectional thrusters yeah. on commercial flights. I wonder when I they're gonna know. get to that point. I wonder if that will ever happen, where it could turn to an. Where you don't need thruster. these massive areas to have an airport. Because they can just land straight down. Because they can land straight down. They don't need that they like time to drag and slow. They don't need the runways yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering whenever they're going to start doing it. Obviously, a commercial plane, it holds a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of mass for the, those engines to do it. But I wonder if that's even... I mean, if you had four omnidirectional thrusters, you know what I mean? It yeah. Would... So. When are they going to start changing You know how we... I don't know. Air travel. I feel like our, at least it seems, I don't know, but it seems like a lot of our aircrafts haven't really changed a whole lot design-wise for the past 30, 40 years, right? Yeah. I think the the major change is that, um, what is it, the the Virgin Records guy that's doing the, the Virgin Space stuff. 
Oh, yeah. It's like a plane, but once it gets up to a certain altitude, then it detaches, and that's the rocket that you're actually in, and that's what takes you the rest of the way up to where you get into orbit. Oh, yeah. And that's where you experience... It's basically a slingshot. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, I'm... I'm. I wonder whenever we're gonna finally start seeing something different than the fucking just giant tubes with a bunch of seats shoved into. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And like with, with the history of our technology, we basically us knowing about it for like forty to fifty years prior, and then it coming out to the public. I'm wondering what they have locked and loaded right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Because Technology's taken off like a fucking missile. Like it, if you if you look at like World War One, that wasn't long ago, man. You know what our anti-air was in World War One? We were strapping sixteen Mausers together on a fucking wooden pallet, and then having a trigger system that pressed them all at once, and we were just shooting as many bullets as we could in front of the thing and hoping one of them hit. But the planes back then were those, yeah, uh, those ones that just ha- they have the two wings. And yeah, biplanes. Yeah, yeah. biplanes. And they'd, they'd get torn to shreds by bullets that and small. They didn't have missiles. They didn't have, you know, locking systems. They just had a, they had yeah. a dude with a fifty cal on the back, and they had fifty cal Not even a fifty cal most of the times in World War One. Those were just like 7.62 size bullets. Fun, fun fact, that's where the whole nine yards came from. Yeah. That, that phrase, because they, those guns... I think in World War Two, those yeah. guns held nine yards of ammunition. Yeah. So pilots said, "I gave it the whole nine yards." Man, oh, they were huh. out of ammo. That's interesting to know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you ever want, if you ever want something interesting to look at, look up at World War One anti-air. Just look at it. Every country did the same thing. We're like, grab every SMG and or pistol we have and strap them together. Could you imagine fucking doing a dogfight over no man's land? Where lines didn't move, mm-hmm. and when guns what were, the fu- what's yeah. the fucking point? Yeah, like the line on the ground isn't gonna move. I'm gonna shoot these guys out of the sky. Yeah, but you and would dive in and try and take out fucking trenches and shit. Yeah. War was different back then. Yeah, war was different that because was when they had mustard gas. Yeah, that that was when we were getting advanced, but not advanced enough for like drones and stuff. So there was still plenty of like ground warfare. Because, like, right now, like, a lot of it's done through drones. A lot of our warfare. Almost all of it. The men are just there to clear the, the area once it's taken care of. Like, there's very little actual pushing through manpower. Yeah, they still used horses back in World War Yeah, I. yeah. And trenches. Trenches. They needed trenches because tanks, anti, anti-infantry tanks were big. Actually, this is a good segue into what I wanted to tell you. Okay? Because it involves uh, World War Two. So, something that happened in the news was the Canadian Parliament over this, uh, I think, it might have been the week before. I'm not exactly sure when it happened, but it was recently. Um, The Canadian Parliament, along with, like, Justin Trudeau, their, would you call him their president? Whatever it's called. Whatever the fuck it's called. He's a... Castro-looking motherfucker. I, I'm not familiar with anything they got going on politically. Um, they celebrated a now Canadian citizen in Parliament. Um, Zelensky was there, and so this now Canadian citizen was a Ukrainian soldier who they said, "quote bravely fought Russia during World War II." 
I want you to take wait, wait, wait. All, I want you to take all the time you need. A Ukrainian? A Ukrainian soldier that bravely fought against Russia during World War Two. Take all the time yeah, you need that's... to find out who that person was. You know you you can just say it. You don't know who they were? No. They were a fucking Nazi. True? Yeah. No, no, legitimately. And I I found a um I found an article that talked about it because I, I heard about it on the news podcast yeah. and I was like, whoa, 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 So <clears throat> this I found an art that they apologized for it. So Zelensky brought um wanted to honor this like past Ukrainian soldier. He was there talking to their parliament trying to get more money. And so apparently Ukraine was like, hey, we should honor this guy. Yeah. You know, because he was, he fought against Russia. But yeah, he was, let me find it here in the article. He was a part, um, his name was Hunka. Mm-hmm. He served in World War II as a member of the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS. Sheesh. It doesn't say it in this article that I found, but they mentioned it in um, the reporting on the news podcast. They were called uh, the Waffen Grenadier, um, their, their regiment. They had that specific name because apparently, I think they said it was Himmler, one of the top Nazis yeah. in Hitler's regime. Um he said that they had to be called that because they were the most Aryan of the Ukrainian, like, regiments. Really? So he was like... They're the, the most white? So they were like the most pure race. Ah, okay. I and they honored this this person. And it's, just, it's fascinating to me because I, I didn't uh, know about it until, you know, I did the news. Obviously, yeah. I'm not watching, <laughs> you know, the news. But it was difficult for me to even find this goddamn article. Wow. That's so, crazy. The major news stations aren't fucking reporting on this. Because it's then acknowledging that what... They're celebrating a Nazi, man. Like, they were celebrating a Nazi, yeah, which was fucking bonkers wild that they didn't, like... That, that shows Operation Paperclip. Yeah. That's the conspiracy that we and Russia got a bunch of fucking Nazis whenever we took out Germany. And they were the scientists that worked on various, you know, the Manhattan Project and shit like that. Shit. Yeah. That's a lot of sh- that's a lot to unfold and think about. So but yeah, it it plays into Putin cuz apparently Putin's been having a fucking heyday with it. Oh yeah. Because since the beginning of this war, he was telling his people like we got to go take this out cuz there's little Nazis in Ukraine and we got to take this shit out. Yeah. And clearly not everyone over there is. But this just shows that what he was saying is true. And he's yeah. like, see, I told you. They're honoring one right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is feeding the fucking flames for him. Yeah. He's fucking eating it up. I'm sure, I'm sure. And the major news networks don't want to fucking report on it because then they have to acknowledge that we've been giving weapons to Nazis. Yeah. It may not be a lot of... Damn, that, that, he's, he kind of checkmated America with that one, didn't he? He did. He did. And it... All with the help of Justin Trudeau and his dumbass. 
He done fucked up with that one. On a side note, did you hear that Diane Feinstein died? Who's that? That's the chick that's older than chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's who. Yeah. I don't have the name memorized. She died today. She died, I think, yesterday. Wow. We yeah. just talked about her, and she just hit the head, or you know, yeah. permanently. Yeah. That's crazy. Enjoy hell, tyrant. Oh, what? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy hell, tyrant. <laughs> I got no love for anybody that fucking thinks that there are betters and... True. And that there are masters. She's headed to the warp, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it, wild shit, dude, wild shit. Whenever I heard that, I was just like, no fucking way. No way. I just... You guys didn't think this didn't, through? Didn't somebody die that was on the... Uh, that played in the Harry Potter movies or something? Recently? Like oh, last um, week? Yeah, the guy that... Uh, I think it was the guy that played Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. The the replacement The Albus replacement Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. Not the one that died halfway through the... Whichever movie. I think it was the... Th- Is he not the first act he's in, and then the second act he's a different dude? No, I don't think... I think they, they switched it up to where, like, he made it through one whole movie... But then they had to replace him during. Oh, was that it? And the, okay. they probably just had to like reshoot scenes and shit. Yeah. Because I remember, I can't remember which one. I think it was the fourth one. They had a different, the different guy. Maybe yeah. the third. But oh, um, <clears throat> something I wanted to bring up. Um, I, I told you about this last week, but something I just, I just, I feel like I it needed to be on the pod. Okay. But I, I, I have a friend group that I have that goes to the gym, right? Yeah. And in that friend group, there's a lady by the name of, well, I'm not going to say her name, just in case, because this is some graphic material I'm about to say. But I was talking about, like, steroids and shit and how they shrink your nuts, just making a joke about it. And she takes steroids, but, like, the female version. Yeah. <clears throat> She's open about it. She'll tell anybody. And this chick has, like, a fucking stronger jawline than you. I'm talking, like, some Giga Chad-looking shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I was talking about how, like, your nuts shrink. And, like, how I was just like, fuck all that steroid shit. I, I, I like my nuts the way they are. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, so since you don't have any nuts, what the fuck does steroids do to you? Is it just, it, it does, there's nothing to shrink. And then she was like, oh, it does something. It does something. I was like... Yeah? What does it do? And she was just like, do you want to see? And I was like, honestly, yeah, I'm kind of curious. So I was like, fuck it, yeah, let me see. <clears throat> We're in the little hallway on the way to go into the locker room, and there's, like, nobody in the lo- the gym at this time. She pulls her pants down and shows me the clam, and I took a look, and I'm telling you, there was a fucking, her clit was like a little dick. <laughs> It looked like a Vienna sausage with a coin slot under it. Like, <laughs> and I was just sitting there just like, just like looking at it with my mouth open and my eyes just like blown away. And she was just like, yeah, yeah, you grow a little dick. That's what she said. And I was just, I was blown away. Like, it, it's like the dude's nuts shrink and they're reverting to a woman or something. Like, it's trying to pull in to become something. And then the chicks grows and pulls out, becoming a dick. That's just fucking weird. I know. Could you imagine your... Imagine if you had a micro dick and then your girl just starts taking steroids and her clit's bigger than your fucking... Your pecker. 
And that's weird. There, there's people out there, there's men out there that that's the women that they want. They want the bodybuilding women. They want I mean, the women I, that are fucked up on steroids. And I mean, I, I love a strong chick with, like, muscles. I fuck with it. I'm down, down with that. But that, that... Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. There's a difference of being strong and keeping your body strong. There's a difference between being fit and muscular and being... Speaking of which... A fucking Hulk. Speaking of which, we made a deal the last time we spoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you read any of the book? I haven't yet. I haven't yet, but I do... I See ya. I, I will. I will. You don't have to start yet, but I will start reading. It's no, see, I already started. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. I'll make sure to dedicate... The deal, the deal was is that he's been on my ass about working out. And so, I'm starting slow, you know, because I've never been flexible or anything, and I ain't about fucking, like, pulling something in my back, and I gotta take time off work and shit. So, I don't want to go too hard too fast. So I'm starting out small, but I'm starting out. And the deal was is that I would start working out if he would read one single Warhammer book. And I gave him a small, fairly quick read Warhammer book. Fairly he, quick read. <laughs> when you get into it, dude, it's... I am a slow reader, though, so it might take me a little bit longer. But I, I, I give you my word this week, this coming week, that I'm going to bring it to work with me and I'll make sure to... To pump out some pages. I advise everybody to, you know, find something mm -hmm. that they can sit down and read. It's nice to, it's nice to unplug. Yeah. From, you know, because, you know, you're playing games or you're on social media or, you know, you're on YouTube. Like, there's all these different digital distractions. It's nice to just unplug. To just turn pages yeah, instead just, of a screen. And some of those book, the, the book I gave you. The reason I gave you that one is because it's got a lot of just boom, boom, boom action. Yeah. It's... I will read it. It's just been kind of a hectic week for me. I understand. Like, I understand. with the plans and all this shit going on, like, it's just been wild. But, you have Take it in word. there when you're taking a shit. <laughs> you have my word. I will, uh, I'll read it. Take it to work. Yeah. In between crackheads. In between crackheads, yeah, that's right. Take a break from One Piece. You don't need to watch it for the 20th time. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm I'm making my way. I'm on like episode. We have a deal. You have my word. It will be done. Okay. 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 I'm a man of my word. That shit's valuable to me. I I was hoping that you didn't start just because I could use Angron's failure. Failure. Yeah. Failure. Yeah. I I, I whenever I was getting ready, I was like, he's gonna ask me if I read some of that book, and I'm not gonna lie to him either. Because I was just thinking, I was just like, should I just be like, yeah, we're a tiny little bit. And then he'd be like, what happened on the first three pages? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> and I was just like, maybe I could read him before he gets here. And then I seen on my phone, here, I'm like, shit, I have no time to prep. So. That man would call you a fucking failure, too. Yeah. Failure. You know, failure. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, you, you have my word. Speaking we'll of which, um, if you didn't know. Because, although I talk shit about the links on Google, I have found a lot of fun with Google Translate. Yeah. Because, uh, if you didn't know, Shibai, that's failure in Chinese. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I see you've looked this up. Gangkwe, let's hurry up. Do you use this one in your day-to-day -day life? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I find myself yelling at people now in traffic. Conway, Conway, Sheepie. You just see this fucking. What are you five ten? No, no, like five six, five seven. Five six, Jew hairs screaming fucking Asian in the middle of traffic. Screaming Chinese, man. Yeah, that's funny. As I fuck. tried. I tried um, Russian. Dude, it's too fucking hard to pronounce that shit. Ugh. There's a lot of, like... There, yeah, it's... There's a lot of that, like, ugh. Like, they have, like, a sound that's, like, a... How do I say this without sounding racist? Shit. It sounds like you're clearing your throat. I'll say that. It's that a lot sound. Of hawking. Yeah, like... <laughs> a lot of that sound. Whereas, like, German is a lot of yelling. Mm-hmm. I love German, though. It's such a... It's such a bold... Uh, language. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, uh, you know David Goggins. Yeah. And you know his um, his short of you know who's gonna carry the boats. Yeah. And the logs. Yeah. Well, I found out how to say who's gonna carry the boats in German. <laughs> oh my. Of course. Should I, should I say it American or should I say it German? Say it American. Wir werden Boote tragen. Okay. Now, if you want to say it German, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I noticed the only difference is your expression is angry and you said it faster. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta muster that anger yeah. in order to speak German. <clears throat> You're really giving me that, uh, you know, really tight black formal suit feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if it's just because grass is always greener on the other side, but I'm just fascinated with other languages. I'd like to learn and accents. One. Yeah, I'd like to learn one, but I don't. I fear that I don't have the discipline to actually learn it. You yeah, know what I mean, I think you have to have a level of mental dexterity to do that too, because. Well, my thing is, is that I just to sit down and just like focus on learning a language you know that's like it's also hard to learn in my opinion it's hard to learn things that aren't directly fun to learn so like so like say i i wanted to learn how to do like uh say i wanted to learn how to play golf you'd play golf to get better at playing golf yeah that'd be fun for yeah me. but say i want to learn how to Say I want to learn how to do digital electronics. I'd first have to learn color coding and soldering and all this extra stuff that wouldn't be fun for the end goal. I find those much harder to do. Do you know what I mean? And I think learning a language, I've, I think the end goal is fun, but learning it is not. Do you know what I mean? I think that makes it hard. It's. Do you get what I'm saying? I would be better off learning it if I was put in a situation where I had to learn it. Yeah, yeah. Where I, you know, I made. You saying like you were a foreign person and like there's a language that's very important to know, and it would just be better for you financially to know it for like day to day stuff. I'm talking about like the the weird scenario that say I I didn't have you know I didn't have the job that I have now. Like I, I say I came into like. A bunch of money. And I wanted to go spend a year in Germany. That's how I would learn it. That's how I would learn it. Not, you know, learning it beforehand. Like, I know a little bit because I took a little bit of German in high school. And 
I actually have a book that, you know, tries to teach you German, and, like, that's one of the hard parts with German to learn is the the sentence structure, like, the mm. verb is at the yeah. end of the sentence, whereas our verb is generally around where the noun is, Yeah. And so... It's trying to learn their sentence structure. And, and there's a lot of German that's in English, if you listen to it. Like, the words are very similar. Oh, yeah, they have a lot of them. Like, um, blood Swim. blood is blut. Um, um, swimming is swimming. Yeah. Old is alt. And that's that's due to the, the constant back and forth of who was conquering the area. Yeah. Because there, there was a lot of time where the English ruled over that land uh-huh. so they had a lot of english in there because they incorporated incorporated that into the language yeah. so but did a lot of the words sound similar like even young 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 it's literally the same fucking word mother is mutter mutter yeah mutter yeah but and then you have um my, my favorite that i learned from from the book was what elbow is in German? Yeah. What's that? Elbogen. Elbogen? Elbogen. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I think of fucking Street Fighter. Elbogen. Oh, yeah. It, it's interesting to learn, but yeah, just sitting down and trying to learn it is that's is very difficult for me. I, I mm-hmm. kind of need to be thrusted into that to where then yeah. I would sit down and try and learn if it. If you could learn one, would it be German? I don't I don't know. I, I also like the idea of, you know, Chinese because, you know, they're... I really li- always liked Russian. I, li- I liked Russian, but see, the most, the most uh, that you get the most utility out of, though, would be Spanish. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially around, like, in the United States. Yeah. Um, so there's a... So that's, that's the other thing is, like, what I would... I would like to be able to speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. I do not have the fucking ability to learn well, that shit. Yeah, Japanese is one of the hardest languages to learn on the graph of hard languages. Mandarin Chinese, I think, is still harder, though. Um, could you imagine trying to read? Yeah, they say reading, writing, and speaking of Mandarin Chinese is... Like, they're... They're all intensely hard to do, and it's not something you could just learn one and do the others like you can with English. Because English, if you learn to write, then you can pretty much know how to read and speak. Pretty much. Something tells me that's probably why, um, like, Japanese, Chinese, mm-hmm. Korean, you know, Asian, Asian communities. I, I wonder if that's why they're so good at, like, mathematics. Because in order to read and write the language, like, mm-hmm. you know, that one symbol, if you put a hook on that line yeah. instead of a straight line, it's a completely different word. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if that attention to detail carries yeah. over to, Maybe like, so. mathematical. I will say another reason why they are so much smarter than us on the number scale, like, if you look at the numbers, their culture is a lot different than ours. Because the moment they're put into school, it's like, you got to do better than your cousin's. You've got to do better than your cousins so that I can brag in the family. You know what I mean? That's how it works. Their culture works. They get their family reunions. They brag about their kid. That's their trophy. That's their namesake. You know what I mean? And if you don't perform well, you're a failure, as they say. Do you know what I mean? If you're not That's where that joke came from. Yeah. Literally, where that joke came from is a skit talking about that. You know your cousin? Your cousin? 
is piano prodigy. Yeah, he's just like he. he and you fail English failure. Yeah, it's like he only sixteen and he already have eighteen years experience. <laughs> what are you doing? You're failure. <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean. And they'll always compare you to your cousin and make your cousin seem better, even if they're not. God forbid you have a fucking sibling. Yeah, yeah. So, be like, your, your, your sibling going to be doctor one day. You're going to be garbage man. You your know? older brother, at this time, was in eighth grade. He was six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, exactly, <laughs> stuff like that. So, in their culture, they are hounded from the very moment that they can absorb information regularly to be... The peak that they can be providing wise. At the same time, so, that's a lot of pressure to put on a fucking kid. That's also why I think Asian cultures have a higher suicide rate than everywhere else. Because, you know, you're pressured to be the best of the best. And if you aren't the best of the best, which nobody, not everyone can be the best of the best. You know what I mean? You're, you're considered a failure. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's, that's traumatic. That's traumatic. An interesting thing about um, Chinese culture... Um, I don't know if it's still going on, but there was, you know, there's, there, China is flirting with a housing crisis, like a real estate crisis. And apparently it, it has to, it, this was long ago, it may be completely different now, you know, the Chinese government pushes shit under the fucking rug all the time. But it was something about, they, they have these like mega apartment buildings that are being built and they're. The companies take payment up front for those apartments, and then they like weren't getting built on time because they had to like finance other other areas that you know costs were skyrocketing, and you know so that that was one of the bits of the market. But they were talking about how there's entire cities that no one lives in. in really? China. Yeah. What the hell? And it's because in in the Chinese culture. Like, the main way to build wealth is real estate. So these places, like, entire families will pool their money together to buy this, like, you know, apartment in this skyscraper. But they won't live in it. Because in Chinese culture, if you move into a place that somebody else lived in, then you may inherit their bad luck. Yeah. So See, they their don't... culture's very, very different. Yeah, it's weird that, like, <laughs> they have that superstition. Yeah. It's not just that. Another another thing that in Asian culture I've noticed is that, it, just here to make a comparison, in the United States, the minute you are in school, everything, they're like, you're special. You're different. You are a different color than everyone else. You are a different flavor than everyone else. That's what they tell you from the start. You are special. You are, there's only one you. Yeah. They do the complete polar opposite in Asian cultures. They're like, you need to fit in, and you need to blend in with the crowd 100%. That's why all girls look exactly the same, dress-wise, hair-wise, everything. That's why all dudes, their hairstyle, everything looks identical. A lot of because those... they're designed, their society's designed for you to fit in. You're well, supposed to not stand out. That's wrong in their culture, to stand out. I think a lot of those schools have a dress code. Yeah, yeah. They have a uniform. It's not just a dress code. They have to have a certain haircut. Girls can only have a certain length of bangs in their school. Like, they are literally programmed to be, try to be the exact same individual. Look-wise, personality-wise, everything. And I'm wondering if that's why they look so uniform when you see them, like, working and, like, doing things in their society compared to us. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever see, like, the comparisons? 
I well, when you see, you know, just you see them. They're all more working. institutionalized than we are. Yeah, it's all you know what it's I mean? all about the task. Yeah. Um and you ever look at like 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 look at look at a look at like a, a picture of like I don't know, some some uh some seniors in high school or something. You know, like the way they dress in America. And then look at it in China, right? The the kid that you know, you're gonna see a girl with like some pink hair and you're gonna see a dude with like, you know, some piercings and half his head shaved and the other side long and you're gonna see kids with gauges and their ears hanging down to their chin. Yeah. But you look at the picture of the Chinese high schoolers and it is like the exact same outfit, the exact same haircut. The facial features are the only thing that's different. Very different culture. Yeah. Like entirely. And the and the way they they tell you to be. You know, it'd be it'd be great to go see like the Great Wall of China. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be it'd be great. I just don't. I don't like the government. I respect the culture, but that wall failed so bad. <laughs> like, what were you thinking? If you're gonna make a wall, at least make a good wall. You know what I mean? You can't have you can't have just entire like fifty foot gaps in it and be like, how do Mongolians get in? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the you need something we call gates. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I seen this thing and it was. Um, it was a Chinese museum, and they had a thing, and it was basically something to do with Genghis Khan. It was like memorabilia, something to do with them. And they removed it, and they got rid of it. They removed that piece of art, and they said it couldn't be there. And when people asked why, they were like, no further talk about this. We won't discuss it. So basically, China was just like, we're going to completely erase what happened. Mongolians never you know, broke down our wall and fucked us up. Basically, is what they're saying. Yeah, they're they're still that sore. Own it, dude. Like motherfucker came in on horseback and wiped his shit. Nothing to do with that. Okay. What do they What do they really think is gonna? Have, the public's gonna start blaming oh. them. I'd like to also mention a thousand years ago. I'd like to also mention for everyone who thinks Genghis Khan's such a bad guy for all the killing he's done, killing he did, he did a bigger impact on the carbon footprint that man has done than anything else in the history of man has ever done. You can look in rocks and see the layers of it. In the time that Genghis Khan was around slaughtering thousands upon thousands of people, the carbon footprint was smaller than it was. That's the one podcast I wish I could listen to, but for some reason, I think it might be only on Apple. What pod? Uh, It's called like Hardcore History. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, long, like, six-hour, like, episodes, mm-hmm. but he picks, like, a topic, and he goes, like, in-depth. And I heard he has one about Genghis Khan, but I looked it up on, like, Spotify and stuff, and it doesn't, it only has a few episodes, they and say, it's not the ones I want. They say 8% of the world is related to Genghis Khan. 8%. Imagine dying, looking down from whichever heaven it may be, and... Seeing eight percent of the planet's population is because you busting a nut. Well, you, that'd be wild to look down. Like if you Wouldn't could look down from heaven, and every little light, yeah, is yours is, is your, like is, related yeah, to you. Yeah, is your relation, and it's eight percent of the population. You're like, oh, look, be, you're gonna that's more. insane. That's insanity. Oh, we moved into Iraq. They say that the per, the percentage of people that are like. Related to him in, uh, 
like China, it's like a huge percent. It's like a huge percent. Something like 40-something percent of them have like traces of it. It's insanity. Could you imagine having that much? Fucking that much? That's, killing that much? It, yeah, because while he was repopulating... Do you know what he... And he, and he, he was, was taking he, out the competition. And, and, the, and the, the factions that he didn't kill, he would basically say, get on your knees and then give me your daughter so I can have one of my sons fuck her and then take over the land and control everything that's going on here. And he's yeah. like, oh, yes, please don't kill me. And, you know, kissing his feet and stuff. That's how he did shit. He would give up one of his daughters and be like, this is how I run shit. This is what I want. When I come here, you give me this much money. Run the show. That's how he did shit. Yeah. He literally brought his dozens and dozens of kids and just made them leaders in places. Insanity. It is. That dude, history History didn't intrigue me at all when I was a kid. Because it was the schools yeah. that were teaching it. And not to mention, don't get your history from schools. Them lying motherfuckers. They that teach. shit, that shit, it's warped and manipulated to make America look good. Well, and I feel like they just give you the cliff notes. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't get into the the meat and potatoes. Yeah, and, and, and in the history books, they're like, and then the pilgrims came, and then they had the great Thanksgiving and all the things, and they gave to one another, and they taught us how to make corn, and we traded with them and all that, and then <clears throat> we genocided them and killed all them that murdered and raped and pillaged, <clears throat> diluted their bloodline. <clears throat> Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah, and then uh, the white people ran the land. Yeah, America. It. That's how they teach it. It's like under the rug. Like, yeah, we diluted their bloodline by raping their women so that there'd be less brown people walking around. You know, like seriously. The they, smallpox they, blankets. Yeah, and... we were literally killing them with our diseases. I I genuinely think though that because they make it. Now they make it seem that the uh, the smallpox blankets were, you know, intentional. Mm. And I don't think they were intentional. I don't think at the time. I think that was our form of trade to them, but it ended up being a really bad thing for them. Because, because it was a foreign ailment that their bodies weren't prepared for, and it was killing them in mass. Yeah. yeah that's... We also brought a lot of insects over with those boats, too. And that was fucking up wildlife bad. Yeah, so it's it's not... It's a gray area. It's not the, you know... Obviously, Christopher Columbus did some heinous fucking He's a shit. dick. He's a dick, for real. For real. However... Did you hear the story that he told the Native Americans about the the stars and shit? Oh, like the moon and how... Yeah, he, gonna... he said there'll be a blood moon in one month's time if you don't bring us supplies or whatever. Or, and if, if they brought the supplies, he's like, there'll still be a blood moon, but the, the god will be, you know, generous to you or whatever and won't smite you down. There was a blood moon and they believed him, you know, and continued to bring him shit. Yeah, he used his advanced knowledge of astrology and the stars and stuff to manipulate a a less educated, you know, group of humans. But see, that's the that's the kind of shit that happens. Just, I mean, it happens today. Oh yeah, it still happens. You know, they they omit certain information because it doesn't help what they want to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he doesn't say, oh, and by the way, I just, I really like stars, and I know a lot about stars, and that's why I can judge it, because it'll happen in this time, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He doesn't, they don't explain that shit. No. They're like, no, I want him to give me free shit. That's not the only time in the history books in school that they don't tell you shit, either. That they warp and make stuff look different. Like the Vietnam War, they don't make, they don't really, like, 
Like the reason all that was going down? Now, now I'm picturing uh, because I'm getting into One Piece because you broke me the fuck in, you mm, monster. Yes, sir. Now I'm now I'm thinking that Christopher Columbus is like Don Creedy. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. He rolls up, fucks everything up for everybody. I'm starving. Yeah. I'm starving. Please feed me. Please help and me. And punches the fuck out of that guy the moment he gets his energy back. <laughs> Man, early villains in One Piece are so much fun. They're just dicks. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad. I think I like the... Because, you know, some people think that, like, watching anime is weird. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of weird shit in anime. Well, there's there's a lot of weird animes out there that I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to watch that. I think the problem is not only the culture shift from Japanese to English, but, like, the way they have to translate a lot of things doesn't always work, and it seems weird. Well, you know, there's just... And the, and the cutesy stuff, too. There's just weird animes that are... That are on the on the various lists. Mm-hmm. Like, I I recently canceled it because Crunchyroll. You know, yeah. I I heard two years ago that they were doing a uh, um, a merger from Funimation and Crunchyroll, and that everything on Funimation was going to be on Crunchyroll. So finally, I was just like, okay, well, I'll I'll get Crunchyroll. Yeah, it should be on there. Well, One Piece, the first like six or seven seasons. There's no dub. It's all subtitled. You gotta wait until later on in the show. You gotta get through like 700 episodes before you get to fucking dub. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because I want to watch it, Mm -hmm. but it's a thousand episodes. Like, it's not something that you have to sit there and it's on the edge of your seat fucking watching. It's like, oh, there's a fight coming up. I'm gonna watch that shit. But then... There's arcs that are longer, like three times longer than most anime. So. The, the kiddo, she likes uh, My Hero Academia. And she was, I walked in one one morning and she was watching it. And I sit down and I was just like, what the hell is going, there were no subtitles. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like, do you not have English subtitles? She goes, they don't have them. I was like, what are you talking about? And she goes, the only, the only subtitles that they have is Portuguese. Was that accurate? I looked. The only option available was Portuguese subtitles. For one of the newer the My Hero That's weird. episodes. So I was just like, fuck this. I'm pretty sure that show was monetized and made in the United States. And they had some weird... Like the dubs produced in the United States. Well, and it's just weird fucking... Yeah, it looked like soap opera shit. Hmm. That was, you know, on the list. And I was just like, this is why fucking anime gets a weird bit. Like, I like Dragon Ball. I'm getting into One Piece. Like, there's some well, fun... My Hero, my Hero is kind of a half-and-half half anime. It's like half shonen, half slice of life. Because there's a lot of, like, homey, like... Like, like it'll have, like, segments with, like, the female characters all hanging out and going to the mall. And it'll have sections with the dude characters going bowling... And then it'll have sections where the characters are getting their arms ripped the fuck off by villains and they're fighting for their life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's 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 a bit of a contrast, I feel. And that that I think that may be what you're talking about, that oddness. Because it, it doesn't it ruins the pacing for me when you have both in an anime. And you can have both, but you need to do it in like layers or like lesser of the two or something. It's 
I'm not I'm not as big into my hero as she is. Like I'll yeah. watch it with her because you know it's. I, I think it's a very average anime, in my opinion. You know, same thing with like Attack on Titan. I think that's kind of a meh. I couldn't get into Attack on Titan, and I'm not saying it's a bad show. Anybody who's going to attack me for it. I've watched a couple episodes. I don't have anything wrong with Attack on Titan. Other than the gore. The real nasty, like, chewing people up. That kind of gore bothers me for some reason. Like, like if you if you were, like, if it was a show and somebody got shot in the shoulder by a 50 cow and half their body got blown apart, whatever. If a dude in one piece gets hit by a cannonball and he's just a pair of legs standing there with, like, blood shooting out of it, if that were to happen, whatever. But the chewing and seeing guts and gore being mashed up by teeth, something about that is just off-putting for me. See, I, I was, can't... I was going to recommend it, but they did a... Uh, Japan did a live-action... Yeah. Um, ...attack on Titan. It's, I remember you trying to get me to watch it. And that was why I didn't, because I remember seeing that part where they're chewing... It's It's good. It is really good. Mm-hmm. It covers like the first season, basically, mm-hmm. is what it covers for those two movies. But yeah, if you don't like seeing people being thing, chewed up, yeah. it, there's something about that really bothers me. So I, I could never get into it. But gore, don't get me wrong, I, I'm okay with gore. I played Gears of War growing up. Like I have no problem with guts and intestines being strung out and shit. No problem. But something about it being a huge humanoid thing chewing you up. Ugh. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, I think that uh, I think that show's funny mm-hmm. though. You you think it's gross because of the eating? It's not gross. It's un, not not uncanny. That's not the word. I I enjoy something's grotesque about the way that the meat is being mangled. Well, so I, I think that show's funny. I chuckle every time. Yeah. When they're like, oh my god. The Titans are coming, right? And and then it switches to the Titans, yeah. and you see them running, and they're just flailing. Oh, around. yeah, no, that is pretty funny. I will say, plot-wise, that is another reason I wasn't a huge fan of the show. I felt like they were like, we need to go out on this mission. And then they go out on the mission, and then be like, oh, shit, the Titans are attacking. We need to go back. And then they go and take care of it, and then be like, okay, we need to go on this mission now that we got that taken care of. And then they go out on this mission, and they're like, oh, fuck. The Titans are attacking. We gotta go back. I felt like that just kept happening. And it was kind of repetitive to me. I didn't get too far, so I don't really know how the show went, but... I didn't I didn't ever finish it. That's why I felt the show was going. And they also... I felt like at the very beginning, they had a lot of really well-designed characters that I kind of liked. And then they all just were killed. Immediately. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck? See, I, uh... I don't like when shows do that. I might be biased because of One Piece where they never fucking kill anyone, but I remember I remember when I never I never got super into Game of Thrones for that same reason. Everybody was a really, really hardcore into Game of Thrones, and man, when they fucking killed people that you liked, yeah. and they did it so often and so suddenly, with just no, no warning at all that it's coming in that show. I really don't like that. I know that's real life. That's how real life works. Yeah. I understand that anybody's life could be taken in a mere moment, but this is media, and I enjoy the fantasy part of it. I think that's why I enjoy One Piece, and that's why I enjoy... Nobody dies in One Piece, and, and when why... they do, it's fucking big. And, well, and that's and that's where, you know, I also enjoy uh, Dragon Ball. Because... Nobody dies in Dragon Ball because they'll just get brought back. Yeah. And, or they'll get back up with new courage because they're, you know... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's unfound potential or something. But then again, you know, I'm talking shit about like you know the shortcomings I find in Attack on Titan, and then I you know I'm talking about how I'm a fan of Dragon Ball, which may have five minutes of Goku screaming mm-hmm. like he's trying to take a shit and he's constipated. And Dragon Ball has its problems. So oh. I love Dragon Ball, but I don't think it's an S tier anime. I think it has terrible pacing. I think the plot's pretty weak. If I'm going to be honest, it's monkey human is retarded but has the ability to learn how to fight really well weird alien comes fuck shit up he stops him weird alien with different powers fuck shit up he stops him another weird alien comes doesn't fuck shit up too bad but then evolves into something he can't handle and then he takes care of the problem and then a blob of bubble gum comes to fuck up fuck him up and then he has to beat him three different times and they all kind of become friends. Yeah, and then all of the all the villains become friends with them in some way, and if they don't, then they're dead forever. I, and Goku never changes this entire time. He gets better at fighting, but his personality, episode one and episode 312 or whatever of Z, he is exactly the same character. He does not change. No, he doesn't. And then you, you watch Super, and he doesn't change still. But Vegeta does. That That's another thing I was taught. Yeah, Vegeta definitely does. I, th- I find Goku to be a reoccurring character trope. So I think Luffy is exactly like Goku in the sense that he never changes personality-wise, but he changes everyone around him. Yeah. That's how he works. He doesn't change. He just he makes everyone else around him change. He's, he's the son. Yeah. You ever seen Black Clover? Asta is that same thing. He never changes. He's always going to say the same thing. I'll never give up. He's going to say it 12 times in every fight. And he's going to inspire everyone around him and change everybody's mind around him. Yeah. That's how that trope works. And yeah. I see it a lot in this in anime these days. But see, the difference of those versus, like, Attack on Titan. Attack on yeah. Titan does the gloom and everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas, Attack on Titan, even, even the color palette in that show is dark and gritty. Which, but I think the, you know, like, at least Dragon Ball and um, One Piece... They're just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. That's They're very what, fun animes. It's, it's what it boils down to. It's fun. It's not, there's not the doom and gloom. It's. There, there is doom and gloom, but the proportions are much smaller. It's just a taste of it. Yeah. Like there's times like, you know, try not to spoil too much here, but Vegeta's sacrifice. Yeah. Like that, that, I've shed tears the first time I've seen that, if I'm going to be honest. That was hard shit. You know what I mean? Hell, man. But. Still might. You, you, yeah. If you watch from episode one and you get to that part, you're going to tear up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Vegeta's just that character, though, for me. He he, he hits me in the, my sensitive spots because I, I see I see my, my own ego in Vegeta sometimes. Because he, he's got so much of an ego, and when he loses, it, it breaks him down, but he still continues to try to be the best, even though he loses every time. you got to have a hell of an ego to lose every time and continue to pursue greatness. Technically, Goku has never beaten Vegeta. Yeah, but Vegeta's never beaten Goku. I don't know. He beat the shit out of him in Majin. Yeah, yeah, but... But, but Goku talking, talking refused about, to go to three. Yeah, he intentionally did that so that Vegeta would be sat, satiated so that he could use his, you know, he could worry about Bobbity and... Here's here we go, Dragon Ball theory. I'm not. That's not a theory. People can tell me that's a theory all they want, but he had Super Saiyan three. If he wanted to show Vegeta that he was better, he coulda. I, I told. Uh, he coulda went no eyebrows Neanderthal mode. I have a theory with Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. and uh, that is 
I really think that Chi Chi rapes Goku. <laughs> I've heard this theory that this happens because Vegeta kisses Bulma in Super, and Goku goes, "What the heck, Vegeta? Why do you do that?" And then Vegeta's like, "What, Kakarot? You have three kids. Don't you should know about kissing?" And he's just like, "What has that got to do with kissing?" Yeah. Goku knows nothing about it. I, I, Chi-Chi straight riding that Saiyan cock while he's out. I, I genuinely think that she has convinced his retarded mind that sex is how husband and wife fight. <laughs> and and that he's gonna he's, he's gonna hit her with a Kamehameha mushroom stamp if she's if you know and, if you're not careful. And so so that when they get down, he's just like, yeah, I get to fight my wife, Kaioken, you know. Yeah, and then he just. They have to have some fucking industrial loop, dude. How does she not moves? die? How does she not die? Could you imagine if he went Super Saiyan God speeds? Like he he gives her fucking a hundred and fifty thousand pumps a second. I'm gonna instant transmission into that pussy. Yeah, it's just like, did you not yet? He just instant transmissions the rope into her. What the fuck am I talking? <laughs> But yeah, it's uh that's that's one of the weird things that I've told a random stranger. That I I met this guy and he was just he saw my tattoo and he was just like, Oh dude, kick ass and He's like Vegeta beats me. Started off. started talking about, you know started talking about Dragon Ball and I just looked at him and was just like, I'm convinced that Chi Chi rapes Goku. Oh yeah. And just that's all I said and just walked I, I love doing shit like that. I love doing I'm never gonna see this man again. Yeah. I'm never going to see this man again. This is just a random interaction. And you say something that just kind of throws them off. Yeah. Like, the next time I take a road trip, I want to go up to somebody at a gas station and just look at them and go, you know, I don't think any of my shirts, you know, every one of my shirts at one point in time has had cum on it. (laughs) And then just leave. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just say something ridiculous. Just straight up off the fucking hook. Yeah, just just straight up. Just and then just leave, and I'm never gonna hit, see him again. But it's gonna bring a smile to my face, knowing that for the rest of that day that there was you see, like, this is why that you fucker just said so- that to me. This is why you and my friend need to hang out in public because he does that shit. <laughs> like that time he was he was talking about how you want to eat her shitter like an apple fritter, yeah. And he was doing the parting the butt cheeks and like tonguing it like la 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 in public. He was doing this standing up in the fucking mall food court, and everyone's looking at him. He's saying this out loud. He's just going. I'm just like Caleb, sit the fuck down. He's just like he's just like what? What? This is how I do it. I'd, I'd spread them. I'd spread the chocolate starfish. Look, I'm just like oh. I'm telling you, dude. You need to get that shit on video. Yeah. You need to get that I'm like, shit Caleb, on video. I'm like Caleb, there's children around, man. There's children around. If he wants to perform for the food court, then he needs to perform for everybody. You need to put that shit on the internet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just I'm. I'm a fan of certain animes, but I do understand. I'm even that. a fan of some weird anime, I'd say. Even me. What's the weirdest anime? JoJo, for sure. Yeah, see, I... That is the gayest anime there is, and I love it. I... I, I love it. Yeah, it is somebody almost, explained the, the concept to me, and I was like, that... It no. is It is ripped as shit, buff, handsome men fighting vampires with solar magic. And then later in the show, it's buff, homoerotic men with magic ghosts that come out of their back that fight each other. 
See, I also, and it's fucking epic. I heard that they like strike poses and shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's like that's how they fight is like they do poses Th- and that's not like, how, oh. that's not how they fight. It kind of seems that way because he'll just be like, "My name's Joseph Joestar, the Joestar family," and then he'll be like, Hoo! and then he'll strike a pose, and then you know the other one will be just like, "Yo, ain't shit. I'm a vampire from blah 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 blah," and then he'll strike a pose, and then the battle starts. You know. It's it's over the top anime shit. You know what I mean? See the but that's not how the fighting works. It'll be like it later in the show. It'll be like a dude and this thing will come out of his back and it's like a ghost that, of his like personality. And then the same thing for the other guy and they'll fight each other. But they'll be just standing there like this. You know what I mean? Just watching each other, just like with their arms crossed. But their ghosts will be fighting. That's how it works. So is that is their ghost like their spirit? Yeah, it's called a stand. And it's your personality, it's it's the image of your personality. And there's ones that are stronger than others, like, they'll be real weak ones, real fragile, like, there's a stand that's just a mouse, that can, like, crawl on the walls, and you can, like, see through its eyes, and there's, there's another one that's literally just, like, the ability to, like, hack computers with your mind, and there's another one, th- there's wild ones, too, like, this one lady, this, or this one dude can, like, impregnate people, and then, like, take control of the fucking embryo that's in them and shit it's fucking they're wild shit but the show the show's great it's just really fucking gay it's really gay like a lot of dudes wearing crop tops a lot of close-ups on ass cheeks and see that's the other thing i'm not a big fan of on anime is that a lot of the dudes in the shows yeah can be pretty feminine oh yeah homoerotic too that like like that (laughs) There's this part, I'm not going to spoil that actually. If you're going to watch JoJo's, you need to experience that organically. I highly doubt that I'm going to watch JoJo's. It's, it's a good gonna... watch. It's a good watch. I promise. I it's highly just, doubt it. It's just really weird. It's really weird. It is a good watch though. It is a good watch. Up to... I, you know, I've, I've tried to watch uh, Overlord. Like that's probably the weirdest one. I've that... seen all of Overlord. The problem with Overlord is it's fan service. There's too much like, tee hee, look at my titties almost pop out, That's why and, I quit and, me, watching. and my face fall into your crotch, and your hands fall into my bra, grabbing my titties on accident. That's why I quit watching it. That's because it just it it had too much cringe in it. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened to me with Fire Force. Have you ever seen that one? No. There's this girl in it, and she's got like cat ears, and she's got the most skimpy, just barely covering her tits and her vagina outfit, right? And constantly there'll be a part that's just like really intense lore, really intense lore, plot points, plot points, really intense lore. And then it just cuts out of nowhere and her bra busts off and her titties almost fly out. She's like, oh my goodness, kawaii You know? And then she's on her knees like covering her titties like, oh my god, don't look at my boobies! You know? And everybody's like, oh, blood shooting out of their nose. You know? Yes, oh yeah. my god, the attractive woman! And then out of nowhere it'll go right back to the plot. And I'll be like, what the fuck was that? I was just trying to get some deep lore, and instead I just seen like the beginning of a, a porno. Yeah, that's the that's the downside to anime that I don't like. Yeah, the fan service can be a little over the top, and it's okay if it's once in a while and it's playful. Okay, I'll be that's that's okay. You know what I mean? Once in a while, playfully, fine. But if every ten seconds I gotta see your bra almost bust off and you fall into a dude's lap, like come on, that shit is cringe as fuck. Yeah. Not 
Some people are into that, and there's whole animes that are about that. If you're into that, check out the anime My Girlfriend or My New Girlfriend's a Gal. Check that out. You'll love it. Cringest shit I've ever fucking seen. But hey, if you're into that tee hee, see, I'm not stuff. No, I I don't. Uh, I have a hard time starting a new one. That's why I like the idea of the. I'm I'm glad I'm getting into One Piece because there's so a thousand episodes. You're gonna get 500 episodes in and just be like, I got so much. Lo-. I'm halfway through. No, no, and and it, it, it'll set in, and then you'll get to episode 750, and you'll be like, no, no, it's got to be longer than this. And you're going to start it being like, this is so long, I'll never get to the end. And then when you get to the end, it's going to strike you like a fucking bus. And you're going to realize you have nothing now. Because you've seen it. Well, it'll be nice whenever I can get back on to watching the dub. Because mm-hmm. I... The dub's a lot better, in my opinion. I do have bias because that's how I watched it first. But the sub is good. I think it is still good. I just am... I'll watch whenever Super comes out. Because it takes a long time for the West dub. to do the Super episodes. Yeah. So I'll I'll watch that in sub just because I want to watch it when it comes out. But I prefer the dub because then I don't have you to have pay. to focus on. Well, I feel like the sub means that you're taking away from looking at the vision, the animation. Yeah, and the animation is. I will say where you're at in One Piece is not great animation. That's very old and under budgeted animation. But see, that's the thing. I like it. Fair. And, and the reason I like it is because it takes me back to whenever I was a kid and I was watching oh, yeah. like these, you know, I was watching the 1970s mm-hmm. Gundam on Toonami. So, something that they do a lot, and I'm sure you've noticed, is they got a lot of panning still images. It'll be like an image of the town that they're entering with like some playful like do 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 like music, and the screen will just pan slowly over a still image with like you'll hear like kids playing in like a playground and stuff. They do that a lot in the beginning. You could tell they didn't have a lot of funding. To have like an actual animation going on there, and then like uh, whenever a a big event happens, like uh, a ship sinks and yeah. you know it's a big fucking deal, the next episode will replay that entire scene. Yeah, yep. and I'm just like, oh, that's because it took a lot of money and time to make yep. that scene, so you got to uh-huh. reuse it. So it's that's that's three minutes of the new episode because mm-hmm. you're like, no, 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 we were using this every like I'd say 200 episodes. Actually, in the beginning, it'll be like every like 60 episodes, but once you get to like a, a level where the animation is starting to look better, every 200 episodes, it'll jump again. And where it's at now, it looks like a fucking movie. That animation's getting so good. So, it's come a long way. It's come a long way. And once you get really hooked in one piece, you won't be able to stop, man. Like, that shit will fucking absorb you. And that's what I like about it. It's just fun. Yeah. And it's the best adventure you'll ever watch. There's nothing better. Which then, you know, because of One Piece, you and uh, a buddy of mine finally got me into Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me that Rare made it? I didn't think that was important. Why is that important? Because some of the best fucking games that I remember playing on, like, N64 All the old days? Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Rare. Yeah. They, that was, I was like, damn, I may not have held out for the fucking Steam sale to pick this up yeah. if I knew it was rare. I am going to say right now, I'm not going to, you know, attack anybody who thinks differently, but the update coming to Sea of Thieves, the safer seas, if you support that shit, you're wrong. I'm just going to tell you right the fuck now. What's this update? I don't know anything about There's it. There's an update coming. This isn't the only thing, but it, this is something that has got me a little pissed. They're adding a thing called safer seas. 
and it goes against everything that Sea of Thieves has originally stated they're going to do, and I know there's a lot of penalties to doing it. I understand that, that it's harder than playing the actual game, and you can't get a lot of stuff. I get that. I know that's going to get shoved down my throat if anybody hears this, but they're adding they're adding private servers where you and three other friends can play, and there's no other ships on the ocean. So private servers. Yeah, you can't get Pirate Legend, and you only get 30% rep and gold. Hmm. Now, my problem with this, the players that are going to play this mode are the ones that make the game the most fun for the organic situations. So when I get into these organic situations and I'm playing with people, I won't sweat a lot of times because I know they're not that great of players. I won't have to sweat. And I'm trying to have those pirate-to-pirate interactions where I'm stealing their loot and convincing them to do stuff with us so I can betray them later. That shit doesn't happen with seasoned players. Season players don't even talk. They just double gun TDM bucket your dust. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they're gonna go. They're gonna. They're gonna blunder. I have no idea what you just. They're said. gonna. They're gonna shit down your neck with skill. Then they're gonna blunder bomb themselves to kill themselves so they can go to the ferry with you and then talk shit while you're respawning. I do it all the time. I'll fucking shit down your neck. I'll kill myself. Go to the ferry and be like, "How's it feel to get dusted, bitch? Go back to the fuck. Go back to your boat. I'm gonna eat your ass like sassafras. Go on back." All the time. That that shit right there, that's all you're going to get when Safer Seas comes out. I'm telling everybody right now. Those people that are just like, hey, you want to do this fort with me, brother? Come on, let's 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 pillage the seas together. And then you do the thing, and then you're just like, I was planning to stab you in the back the whole time, you scurvy fucker. And then you shoot him in the back with your pistol and blow him up with a keg. Yeah. Steal the loot. That shit won't happen anymore, everybody. It's done. It's over. Do you, you have know to where pay those... for those servers? No, no. See, they it's need private. to make it. They need to make it to and, where and everybody's you have telling to pay me, to set that up. And everybody's telling me, oh, well, these players are going to leave eventually because they can't get Pirate Legend, and you can only get to 40 on most of the, the, the levels. That doesn't matter to them, bro. They got TDM'd once. They had a group of TDMers come in, shit down their neck, talking shit two, three times, and they're never going to touch high seas again. Why would they touch high seas when they can play Treasure Hunting Simulator in private mode? Yeah. You are ruining the organic group of that game that makes the the game actually fun, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot more. I'm not saying all of them, because there's gonna be some that are gonna still pick high C's, but that's where that's where I'm thinking that, and I I understand the you know I have the aversion to like paywalls, you know where it's you know because the gaming industry has gotten to the point where it's just like oh you want this well you need to give me 19.99 yeah you know. It, and that stuff I have a problem with, but when it comes to like, uh, when it comes to games, it's like the game company should just be like, okay, this is the game. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you want to play a private server, then you need to go to an outside company that will host that private server, and we'll give you the mm-hmm. ability to connect to it, but you need to set that shit up. Yeah, you need to you need to make sure it's hosted. You need to set it up. I I could agree with setting the safer seas mm-hmm. but also making it to where then you have to put in like the IP address yeah. and all that stuff to get it set yeah. up to where then it will connect to that server yeah. and then you can play on it. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm I'm completely okay with safer seas being a thing, but I want there to be zero progression. I want it to give you nothing. Anything you do in safer seas to do nothing for your account. No commendations, no gold, no doubloons, no gear. 
no memory to your ships or no anything. carrying it over nothing to the zero high seas. it's like it didn't did not happen if they did that i'd be completely okay with safer seas it's the fact that these guys can get every faction to 40 get every accommodation that doesn't have to do with athenas or reapers and then they can come over and they never have to deal with another player they never have to watch the sea they never have to worry about keeping their anchor up they're just sending their pve in an empty world doing whatever they want and, and and I have nothing wrong with people having fun in their PvE single-player games, but that's not what Sea of Thieves is. Look at the fucking name. This is a Sea of Thieves, not a Sea of Empty. You're you're having a... Uh, yeah, you're having a moment that I had with World of Warcraft. I'm, I'm, I'm over this shit, bro. Like we, the, the PvEers have been catered to from the very start of the game, and I don't care what anybody says. The thing that makes Sea of Thieves fun is the player-to-player interaction. That is what keeps me coming back. It's not digging treasure up. That's what that's what kept me engaged in World of Warcraft. Yeah. Was in the vanilla days, whenever it was 40-man raids, and you had to... I did not envy that dude that was the fucking GM mm-hmm. of... Setting all that shit up. Yeah, you're having to try and fucking wrangle 39 other people. The organization and people dropping. And yeah, and, and just, you know, all right, everybody ready? And they do the raid countdown, and you find out 10 fucking people, half of which were your healers, are all AFK. Or they and dropped, you and you have, don't have the, uh, enough healers to do the raid. It was so much fun. We did, like, drinking games and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, every time, you know, you... Um, Anytime the raid wiped, you had to take a shot, and then, shit. like, you know, eight wipes later, and you're like, yeah, I have, I have, I have, I have, but, on the, back on the topic of Sea of Thieves, though, I, uh, I'm not happy with that change. I think that's gonna make the seas more empty and newer players, and I don't wanna hear the shit of, oh, you just like shitting on newer players. No, that's not it. I like having fun with players who want to have fun. I will play devil's advocate here. Okay, and I will bring up a scenario that I see maybe benefiting. And that is that I'm thinking that the vast majority of solo players will do the safe seas. Yeah. Because I could see that. I look at it as me just starting, you know, I've gone through the tutorial, I've done a little bit of sailing and stuff, trying to steer the boat and change the sails and drop the anchors and fire the cannons and. Having to do all on these the sloop, different parts. On the sloop, I'll say, it's not too bad to do on your own when you get efficient at it. But I get what you're saying. It's not as fun. It feels clunkier because you got to divide your attention so much. And but, you're like, I don't want to hit that rock, but yeah. I have to, you know, I don't want to turn because yeah. it's going to take me off heading. And uh-huh. so there's, there's that aspect to where I think that the safer seas might be used for the people that are just solo players. I mean, I understand that. So you may get better interactions going down the line yeah. because the people that are playing with, you know, one to three of their friends, they don't want to play the safe seas. They want to go out and actually have the various things that they, and they have those interactions. Yeah. So I will say I am in the minority here as far as the player base. The people who play like me are a lot less than the people who are going to be in safer seas, and I understand that. And they've got to cater to the bigger group. I get that. It's just like Tarkov but, is changing their shit around to where you still, if you just do an offline raid, you don't gain anything that you pick up. Yeah. So that you, you get no progression mm-hmm. doing that. That's like practice mode. But they're instituting arena where like the sweaty chads 
is probably along the same lines of what you know you're thinking yeah. about gripe wise. The sweaty chads can go and do arena where they put on their like massive you know their high tier gear and shit, yeah. and then they can go in and it's a smaller map, but it's dedicated to having a firefight, and so they're able to get that PvP experience. Whereas if you want to progress in the game with like hideouts mm-hmm. and shit. You can then go into the raids, and yeah, you may still get some PvP experience. They haven't released Arena yet, as far as I know, but um, it means that the less sweaty players can do that. But it also means that you're able to train a little bit more, because you're able to dive into an Arena match and actually get PvP experience. Yeah. So, I I see it as, yeah, Like I said, I'm okay with Safer Seas. But the fact that you can progress, even though it's limited, is still going to bring that player base that I'm looking for away from me. I would because argue that those... if you played Safer Seas because you're trying to, you finally got a comment. I don't think you should do commendations. Maybe on, you can get everything. You can get everything in the game that isn't Athena or Reaper related. Well, what I'm saying is that I I understand your gripe on that, and that maybe a good median would be. It shouldn't give you any negative effects. It shouldn't give you a... You can only get 30% of the gold. Mm-hmm. So that way, say, you grind out and you get accommodation in the high seas, and then that unlocks a cosmetic that's a million gold. Then you can go to the safe seas, and you could grind out some of that gold, get your cosmetic that you want, without having, you know your 200,000 haul that you just, you know, you just fought over for the yeah. last six hours. And then you can get that cosmetic and then pop back that, in. I'm t- that, that shit gets deep sometimes, man. Like, you get a boat that's got two million gold, you know, three, four hours worth of work on the boat. Make it to where you can only do, like, basic treasure hunts or something. Like, <laughs> you can't go and raid, like, lo- tombs or whatever. A lot of the things that I see a lot of people online that are for safer seas are saying, I, I see them complain about stuff that can be fixed in higher seas. Like, you already have tools for this. They're like, what about when it gets spawn camped? You've already lost. Scuttle your boat. Yeah. You press start, or, uh, if you're on console, or escape. You go to my ship, scuttle ship. Your, sk- your ship immediately blows up on the bottom deck, gets 16 tier 3 holes, and it sinks. You know, You don't have to spawn back to do it. You can do it in the ferry. Then your boat will spawn back in a different part of the world, or if you have a captain's vessel, it'll put you in a new server. Those those pieces of shit that were talking shit and spawn camping, you are gone, and you don't have to deal with them ever again. And you can go back to doing whatever you want. That's fixed. I see people complain about it all the time. Oh, I get spawn camp. I got killed 28 times in a row. Why'd you walk through the ferry door 28 times to a dude who was way better than you, you fucking idiot? What'd you think was going to happen? He's been calling you a dog shit gamer since the seventh kill. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Scuttle your ship, move on. So can you scuttle your ship while you're at the ferryman? You can scuttle your ship anywhere, man. You can scuttle your ship the moment you get into the game, and it'll sink and spawn somewhere else. Okay. Okay? So that's a complaint I hear all the time, why they want safer seas. Oh, I get spawn camped. It's so easy to avoid. It's literally a button, and when you're in the ferry, there's a little note at the bottom right of the door at the ferry that you can read, and it says, hey, you getting spawn camped? You getting shit on, kid? Scuttle your ship. That's what it says. Read it sometime. That's basically what it says. And that, that note had to be put there because people are like, oh, 
I'm getting shit on. Dude, what the fuck is going on with the fact that, you know, you go on the internet and it's like, because, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that we love conflict. Human beings love conflict. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have conflict in your life, you will find conflict. That's why I find sports fun. And so, when you go online and you find that shit, but then when you go to the gaming community, which is something that they're like, hey, here are the mechanics. You know, here's conflict. You want to play Call of Duty. Here's your conflict. And people are like, trying to make it easier. And it's like, dude, you wanted conflict. Yeah. Everybody wants conflict. Why are you making it easier? Soft ass bitches. Yeah, for real. Get good. I, I, another complaint I get on Sea of Thieves about these same groups. They'll be like, I had a million, one million two hundred thousand worth of gold stacked on my ship. So much it was making the server lag. You know? Console kids, you know how it is. Yeah. But, uh, getting 20 frames per second because I got a lot of loot on the boat. Yeah. I used to be that way. I understand. I get it. But, uh, and they'll be like, and then these guys that are, you know, been playing since day one somehow managed to beat us so easily and we lost all of our money. And when we came back to get our loot, we got shit on again to these seasoned players that have been playing since the start of the game and we don't understand why that's a thing. Why do these seasoned players get to kill us and take our loot in this game about stealing and pillaging? Yeah. <clears throat> and my... Thing, my answer to them is, is, first of all, if you got beat, you need to own it and just get over it. I lose all the time in Sea of Thieves if people are better than me. All the time. There's a lot of sweats on Sea of Thieves, too. And that, whatever. We're going to respawn and get a new ship to, in a new server. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Move on. It's a loss. It's a video game, dude. Yeah. And He didn't blow up your car. Yeah, he didn't blow up your car. He blew up your, your, your fake digital ship. Yeah. Okay? That doesn't cost you money to get back. Yeah. Um, but my answer to him, there's a few things you could do to avoid this. One, after you do a voyage, sell your loot. Don't stack it. If you aren't confident to protect your loot, then you shouldn't be stacking your loot. I don't know why you're acting like your dick hangs down to the floor when you got a little pencil. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A little shrimpy. Yeah. If you want to act big dick, you got to have a big dick. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Words of wisdom. Yeah. Um, and you can fake it till you make it, but you gotta you gotta be ready to you gotta re, you gotta be ready to you know you gotta be ready to do what you gotta do when the time comes. And a lot of these players they stack in millions and millions and millions of golds of loot because they want to get the screenshot for Reddit. And I love finding those boats. <laughs> I love it. I love sinking your boat and seeing so much loot coming up that it just looks like a mass of just gold, silver, and shiny bits. Oh. Rock hard every time, but in order to capture that loot, do you have to dive into the water and actually you harpoon it? You harpoon and it. It'll put it on your deck. Yeah. Um. But something I used to do is what I do is I would I'd get on a boat, I'd kill both players, I'd anchor them, and then I'd dump their loot off the side of the boat. And then when they came back, I'd intentionally die. They'd raise their anchor and take off running, trying to get away from us. And then we'd just collect the loot. I'd spawn back and just collect the loot out of the water. And then by the time they realized, they'd be doing a Yui and we'd be gone. Fucking love it. <laughs> and I, another reason why I hate this update is I can convince new players that I just started. I just got to take my title off and change my outfit a little bit to some newbie. Yeah. And I can be like, I just started. Teach me the, show me the ropes, brother. 
and they'll teach me stuff, and I'll have them convinced I just started the game. That's not going to happen with seasoned players, man. That's not going to happen. They're going to know. Like, just by the way I'm moving, the way I'm playing, the way I'm doing shit, I'll have to act like a literal bot if I want it to work. And I don't know about you, but I like those situations where people think I'm a noob and I convince them, and then at the end I'm like, you scurvy fucker, and then I put my title back on and shit on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the fun things. And usually when I get those situations... At the very end of it, when we're all laughing, drinking at the tavern, which is usually how it ends with those people, I'll give them the loot. I don't give a fuck. Have you seen my money? Yeah. I don't need it. I don't, I'm don't. i not here for the money. I'm not here for the loot. I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for the time, good times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those are just going to be less common because of safer seas, I feel like. Because those people are not going to be in higher seas. You know? Yeah, there there are probably going to be tweaks that happen. They're going to get feedback, and then there'll be tweaks. I just don't want to load into a game and just hear, Get shit on, kid, and then just hear, Just three people double-gun me from across a fucking kilometer away, and I'm just dust particles getting shit on every time I load in. Yeah. I don't want that to be Sea of Thieves. I want four people to run at me with a fucking sword. You know what I mean? Console players. That shit's fun. That, that that every player's different. That's that's the best part about it. So you find that console players are uh they tend to be the They tend to be more likely to like trust you and have like those organic gameplay moments and there's PC players that are like that too, but the real sweaty TDMers, they don't wanna they don't care about talking and chat. They literally wanna spawn camp you. Yeah. And bucket your dust. Yeah. Which I get it. It can be fun to kill people and fight, but the things I love is like getting into the like the character, like acting like a pirate and being like, "Come on, brothers, we gotta," you know, like that's I like that stuff. It's fun to me. It's well, a good time. We're gonna have to get together at some point, and yeah. you're gonna have to show me the the ropes. Well, I'm done with my Sea of Thieves rant, but safer seas. If you think that's a good idea, at the current state, you're wrong. It'll it'll probably kill the game a little bit, and then they'll rebalance mm-hmm. it and and everything. But yeah, my my thing is is make it have no progression at all, and it'll be perfect. If it was just practice, then yeah, yeah, that would that would make perfect, sense. Perfect, perfect. But if they also wanted it to be where you can grind out and get that, you know, you can get that cosmetic that you've been saving up for, then they need to also make it to where it doesn't take you forever and a day. I'm telling you, shouldn't be able to obtain any curse, anything in safer seas, but you can. You, back in when fucking Tall Tales came out to get the gold curse, you see what my character looks like? Where he's got gold, half his body's made of gold? I had to do 12 Tall Tales in the high seas watching my ship from other players that could steal my shit and fuck up the whole Tall Tale. I had to watch for players do all that shit. No checkpoints, nothing. There's checkpoints now, by the way. Make it even easier. And now you're telling me a brand new player could come in, go to safer seas... Ram his fucking ship onto the island, anchor, repair the hole, jump off, never look at the ocean, do the tall tale and take three fucking hours, and then turn it in and get the same thing I got without any penalty? That's bullshit, Rare. That's bullshit. I understand the the checkpoints thing. That's bullshit. I understand putting in checkpoints. I'm okay with the checkpoints, but he has checkpoints in the fucking safe seas already. Yeah. Yeah. The dude has nothing against... The only thing that could sink him is the, the PvE content. And if anybody here thinks Sea of Thieves is hard in PvE, you a goofy goober. Okay? You a goofy goober and you need to go back to Roblox. Seriously. 
the skeletons are like they literally walk towards you wait two seconds and then start swinging i know like that. it it is literally the most if you are having a hard time with see at these pve motherfucker you need to work on the hand-eye coordination i noticed that whenever i haven't played very much but it's I so simple it's so at least just the stuff on the and islands it, and you know? it doesn't matter if they block your first two strikes as long as you land that third one, it'll slap them back it'll yep. slap them back yeah there are stuff that, you, that that's harder that's pve but the stuff you're going to be running into in the beginning come on yeah come on all right well i think that'll probably be do us for the day um, so until next time, as always, do fun shit, and, uh, don't forget to bring a towel. See ya.